Welcome to Little Things, your weekly friend meet cute with me, Coastly Cummings. It's cozy time. Welcome to Little Things, the podcast about creativity, motherhood, self care, and expat living. I'm Coastly, a writer and mother for Based in Seoul. Welcome to your weekly friend meet cute, written, recorded, and produced with love from South Korea. I don't say this enough, but thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing the pod. Thank you for talking about the pod. Thank you for sharing it on social. Thank you for your likes and reviews, all that good stuff. I just wanted you to know that Little Things has a new website, and it's littlethingspodcast.com, and I'll be linking everything I mention in the episodes from now going forward on that website, so that'll be the easiest way for you to find the products and specific things that I mentioned in episodes. And it also has a new home on Twitter. It's at podlittlethings on Instagram as well. So Twitter and Instagram are the same, podlittlethings. And on Facebook, there's a podlittlethings, and the password is something. (laughs) Why am I forgetting what the password is? I think the password is... Korea, (laughs) but I can't remember. Pretty sure it's Korea. And please, if you listen to this podcast, if you like this podcast, even if you begrudgingly listen to this podcast, but you're still willing to give me a kind review, please do it. It's literally one of the best things you can do for a podcast. Go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and like, follow, subscribe, write out a short review or a long review. Um, Your ratings and reviews make it easier for other people to find little things and help me grow little things into something that I'm really proud of and help me to make it great. Thank you again. It's so good to be back making this podcast. I have missed it. I needed to take a step away so that I could (laughs) live my life during COVID times like so many of you I I bet it's really really good to be back and I'm just so happy that we're here and doing this again I just wanted to start by sharing that we recently went on the most relaxing summer vacation and my only regret is that we didn't go sooner there were a few logistical reasons why we didn't end up going earlier in the summer instead of the week prior to school starting. It just, it was the perfect way to end the summer before school starting and getting back into the rhythm of things. And it was a nice way to kind of take a step away from living in a big city. And even though it was a a pretty quiet summer, it still felt like fairly stressful with um, the increase in Korea's social distancing mandates and just waiting to find out if school was going to start and all that kind of jazz so and then just the day-to-day you know the day-to-day kind of tedium that can happen during the summer with kids and there's just such limited summer camp availability and programs running and so we kind of you know hung out at the park a lot and it was great but (laughs) I also didn't know there's basically like a tropical period in the summer here so there was about a month and a half where it was extremely hot mid 90s high 90s and 
80-90% humidity. Go to the park at 8.30 in the morning and it was already 90 degrees and really humid. And after, you know, even a couple hours of that or a few hours of that, my two-year-old would just be like begging to go home. It was just too, too exhausting, I think. So anyway, going on that vacation just reminded me why people go on vacations. And I think it gave us a little bit of a a trip bug, which I think we needed. So I've already planned and booked an Airbnb for two nights over Chusok, which is coming up in September. We're going to the west coast of the province and staying in a little Airbnb house there and going to play on the beach. It'd probably be a little bit muddy, but I don't care. Our kids love the beach. I don't care if they get muddy. I just want to go someplace new, try new food, have a different something to look at <laughs> than our day-to-day. But yeah, it was a really, really good vacation. And I think it was exactly the boost that we all needed before starting this fall, especially since we didn't get to go home this summer like we originally attended. It was, it was a good way to kind of celebrate summer together as a family. Now, this is a little bit random, but I've mentioned Costco in the past. I still get to itch my Costco bug in Korea because they have Costco's. They have a lot of Costco's, and the nearest one to me is about 20 minutes away by car, and now that we have a minivan, I go there like, mm, I try to just go like once a month. I don't think I need to go more often than that, but the last time I went, I was so excited because it was the first time I got to go by myself to Costco, didn't even have my littlest with me. He's in school now, so I was really, really excited. And also the weather kind of turned, so I was thinking, you know, they didn't have a lot of clothes last time, but I've heard that a lot of people buy their kids' clothes at Costco here, and also sometimes you can find some real winners. So I was excited to see what they'd have in the coat department, because they need a long winter coat. And then for kids' clothes, and I was not disappointed there were a lot of clothes. Last time there was like really not a lot. This time there was a lot and there were tons of coats and they had a lot of, they had some Halloween stuff which was really fun to see and they're starting to put out some holiday stuff too which is always really weird because it's like the end of August. Um, but they had beautiful coats. They had like Burberry coats. Anyway, I need a really warm longer coat. I have a really nice Penfield coat that I like but it hits at my waist and last winter the bottom half of me froze. I didn't realize how cold and everyone said oh this is a really cold winter but I just want to plan on it being that cold again this winter and being ready. It was <laughs> like often around 10 degrees and it's you know it's like more humid here so 10 to 20 degrees 10 to 25 degrees like with humidity is pretty bitter when you're trying to just stay outside at the playground and still get out so um I bought like mink leggings and I have wool socks and I need to get new boots to wear not full snow boots but just um lined shoes and then a longer coat I want something that covers my butt goes down and covers my thighs and lands at like my knees or a little bit longer and I've had the hardest time finding something. There's a site here called Coupon, which is really similar to Amazon in the States. 
and I haven't had luck finding anything that I was excited about on there and the stores and the malls there will be a lot of coats that pop up like last winter I had saw a lot of coats but I just didn't choose anything and then this year I'm trying to get ahead of it and try to see but I think I might be a little early because there's like stuff on sale on some sites but I think I'm a little early on other brands you know having winter coats already listed but I'm kind of sad because I know that there's like supply delays because of COVID and various um shipping logistics so I kind of wanted to get on it and in case I want to order something from the states I want it to come soon you know by October so I just have it when it starts getting cooler but I did back to Costco they did have coats from a brand I've never heard of but I was looking for I was hoping for Canada Goose coats which is like a pretty big investment coat um, but I was thinking about doing it, but they had something similar called Moose Knuckles, which is a Canadian company. I've never heard of it before. The brand name is really bizarre to me, kind of funny, but mostly weird. But I guess it's kind of similar to Canada Canada Goose, Canadian Goose, I can't remember. Coats, which are around $1,000 or $1,200 for a coat. And Moose Knuckles was, at Costco at least, it was about 900 thousand one which is about about eight hundred and fifty dollars so it was, I think it's a little bit less when it's at Costco because on their website they were listed a little bit higher like nine hundred and fifty dollars US dollars so and they had a navy which I feel like all coats are black and I love black but I really want something with color and I get kind of depressed in the winter so I'm like I need color even if it's like a green or a blue or it doesn't have to be anything wild, but they did have a navy, like a dark navy, and I was like, okay, this could work. I was trying it on using my, like, camera flipped around trying to see what it looked like, and there were a couple ladies there trying on coats, too, so I, we were, like, <laughs> commenting uh, to each other. Also, it's so hot trying on a winter coat in the middle of Costco, or even any fitting room. I'm always like, why is it so hot? I'm always so hot when I'm trying on clothes. But I did go for it. I bought a coat. A little bit terrifying when you realize you're already dropping so much at Costco and then you add on this investment coat purchase. And it's a little bit on the fence. I, you know, it's not a coat I'm like excited about. It's hard to spend that much money when you're like, I'm not like excited about this coat. It's just like gonna really work for me, I hope. But I'll only be wearing it a few months of the year. So it's kind of like, I don't know. So it's sitting in the corner of my room. I keep trying it on and getting too hot. <laughs> I think I might return it. I think I just can't. In my head. I don't think I can justify the coat. This expensive of a coat. Even though I'm sure I'll wear it. I just, I can't get excited enough about it to be like, this is worth it. But I had something else that I got at Costco that I was really excited about sharing and it's these loungewear sets it's like I don't know what material it is it must be like rayon but it feels like kind of a, a cotton mixed with a wool but I don't think it is I should look at it and see what it actually is and it is um, a long sleeve pullover with a hood and drawstrings and it's a navy and then it has a matching pants same material no embellishments anything like that and it's like cinched and both are cinched at the wrist and then the ankles a little bit and it fits really nice there aren't there's like 
pockets. Yeah, there's pockets. I wouldn't have bought it if there weren't pockets. But I, and they, it comes in a beige and a gray and maybe black. I can't remember. But it was like $20 for each top and the bottom. So 40 total. But I came home and tried it on and was so excited. I feel like it looks really nice. I don't know. Maybe I'm just really into comfortable <laughs> clothes. And this is sort of like getting away with wearing comfortable clothes that don't look like exactly like pajamas. But I feel like it, it will look really cute with just like white sneakers. Or as we transition into fall, I could still wear it with my nicer sandals. Anyway, I was really excited. And when it gets cooler, I think it would look really cute with like a turtleneck under it. In Korea, this a lot of women wear like... I've never seen this many like sets. Like clothing sets where it's like a top and a bottom and you know they go together either that's the same color so it's like a monochromatic outfit or it's a pattern and it's both the same too like pants that match a top or some kind of button-up short sleeve sweater that matches a skirt or shorts like and I love that style I think it's so so cute <clears throat> so I'm trying to figure out how to do it while still having my own style about it and apparently Costco gets me because they had these suits i'm so curious if you have to tell me listeners who live in america i'll post this story on instagram or something and you can let me know because i really want to know if they sell these in the u.s costcos i don't remember what brand it is but i think it is a u.s brand and then they just list the u.s size and then korean size and they're a little bit different the american size will be smaller bigger I can't remember Korean sizes run really small but this was true to size to what I am into the U.S. like I got smalls and it fit and was even a little bit big I think I had a medium in the top so it was a bit a little bit bigger but a lot of time Korean sizes it's just like pretty small but yeah that was really really exciting for my Costco trip <laughs> that and the beef bulgogi bake at the end this is always the best and also they don't really help you pack your groceries too much, but then I take so long because I get so much because we have a big family that there's literally two people that work there that always come over and start helping me pack my groceries. And then usually two or three people after me have already checked out by the time I'm done, like putting everything in bags or boxes in my cart and packing it up. It's just the first time I went, I was like, oh, like kind of mortified. And then now I don't care. And I realize that's probably just normal when people have a lot of stuff. But I tend to feel a little self-conscious. So anyway, cute navy set from Costco. Let me know if it is at the American Costco, America's Costco's, because I'm so curious. I feel like I'm losing some of my beauty. <laughs> And I'm like, I have okay hair. I should grow out my hair. That's something that I can have for myself. So for the last like year and a half or something, I've been kind of, two years maybe, slowly growing out my hair. And it turns out one of the secrets of growing your hair is just not cutting it as much. Who knew? I think I always obsess about wanting to make sure that my hair is healthy and I want to get it trimmed often so that I'm not getting a lot of split ends and I'm keeping it healthy. But I think I was always cutting it too much. Like every time I would go, I'd always get like one or two or three inches cut off like every six to eight months. And then that would be all my new growth. And then my hair wouldn't be long anymore. <laughs> Since we moved here, which we moved here 10 months ago, I've only had my hair cut once. 
and I think it's grown like several inches, three or four inches, and I've been doing a few things to kind of help it be a little bit healthier, and I thought it might be fun to talk about because I also want suggestions of what others are doing, whether you have long hair or short hair, um, I don't care. If you have healthy hair or you're proud of your hair, I would really like to know what you do if you think there's anything you do do to your do <laughs> to make it any healthier. I think a lot of it is genetics, but I am always curious what people are doing to take care of their hair and skin, so I really want to know what you're doing. But basically, I just haven't been wearing my hair up as much as I have my entire life like a high bun person. Always. I don't really love my hair in my face, but or since my hair is healthier than it has been for a long time because I haven't been pulling it up in like hair ties and twisties, twisty ties. I, I don't know what you guys call them, but I call them twisty ties. Um, even the ones that aren't supposed to break your hair, they totally break my hair off. So then I just end up cutting it off because I would have this line like at the base of my head that would look a little like the hair would look broken off when I would wear my hair. It would drive me nuts. It'd look like flyaways and it would just kind of look broken right along that area. So my sister said, you know, I used to have that too. I'm just like I stopped wearing those hair ties. I only wear scrunchies every once in a while. And then the hair cloth things. You know the stuff that was popular in like when was it? Early 2000s, late 90s? I can't even remember, but they're kind of popular again. Anyway, I just wear those, and they have like pretty versions of those, and I just wear those, and I think wearing my hair down more, I only wash it like twice a week. I have fine hair, but like a lot of it, and so it does get a little bit greasy, but I notice that if I don't wash it too often, then it kind of chills out and then I can just watch it wash it a couple of times a week. I'm not one of those people that I mean I love having clean hair. Like I love washing my hair. That's not a big deal to me. <clears throat> I think it makes my hair a little bit dry to do that. And makes my scalp a little itchy sometimes. So anyway, I don't wash it as much, like two or maybe three times a week. And I take a biotin supplement from Costco when I remember. I'm realizing now I like didn't take it all summer. Okay, so potentially Theoretically, I take a biotin supplement, and I also take a multivitamin. I think that might help. I don't know. I think the biotin definitely helps, and my nails grow faster when I take it too. I also bought a hair oil, I think it's called a hair serum, from Innisfree. They have them, like, so many companies have them. I don't have a preference for this one specifically, but my hair gets oily. Like, if you have dry hair, maybe you could put it through your whole hair. I cannot do that. It can only be, like, the last, like, four inches of my hair, or I, my hair will be greasy for the next, like, week. Um, but I sometimes put that on. When I say sometimes, I mean I've done it, like, three times, and I've had this stuff for three months. So, like, once a month. I remember before bed, I'm watching a show or whatever, and doing my little like skincare routine like for real and then I'll be like oh my hair stuff and then I just like put it massage it into the ends and then braid it and that is actually really lovely like when I, I need to do that more because I have noticed that you know my ends get dry and doing that doesn't make my scalp greasy but it does make the rest of my hair feel really nice for like the next week and it also curls really nice too probably because it's more moisturized. What else do I do? I don't do, I never use a lot of heat tools anyway, so that's not a big deal for me, but um, I do have 
Dyson, <clears throat> what's it even called? Dyson hair wand thing. I can't remember what it's called. Air, I don't know. The thing that curls your hair from Dyson and it's pink. So I have one of those and this is just from pure laziness slash busyness, but I don't use it super often, maybe every couple weeks. But I think it's just common knowledge that heat tools and heat, hot air, hot metal, any kind of heating tools on your hair is damaging and I have highlights so it's extra you know damaging I'm already damaging my hair by getting highlights <clears throat> once or twice a year so I try to stay away from that stuff and I think that's really helped I'm trying to think if there's anything else oh every once in a while well, I'm always trying to get my my kids to brush my hair, braid my hair, play with my hair, massage my scalp. I basically have a rule that if they stay up past a certain time, then the only way they can stay up is if they scratch my back or play with my hair. So that happens a lot. The bonus is I think it's actually been really lovely for my hair to get played with this much. And also they're really good at it. Like it feels legitimately like delightful and it's really cute. They love to do it. So kind of like scalp massage too, like I do that on my own. I'll just be watching something or reading and just kind of like I don't use don't use your fingernails but just use like the pads of your fingers and rub <clears throat> your hair and it kind of redistributes oils I don't know I've read multiple things that this is supposed to help I'm not sure if it does but it feels really nice and I think it might be helping but yeah I'm kind of I'm like I think before I cut it I think I want it to be my waist I think I have just this, this really dumb goal of growing my hair out to my waist just for fun because why not and the other part of this, I can't believe I haven't mentioned this yet because this is what I was wanting to talk about in the first place because I'm so excited it actually works, is Grande Lash. My sister sent me two tubes of Grande Lash from America because I couldn't find a way to buy it here, but I think there are sites now I've figured out you can get it. But it works. So it's like a serum and you put it on your eyelash line night before bed and you can do it every night I do it like four to five nights a week because I usually just forget <clears throat> and there's a part of me that also doesn't want to do it every night because I'm like what if it is too intense I don't want to have like irritated eyes or red eyes from it or anything so but I've been using that for maybe two months and I really wish I would have done like a before picture but my eyelashes are <laughs> so long now and thicker like the, especially the last few weeks I've been or last couple weeks I've been like whoa like it's it's makes me really happy it's very fun to have long eyelashes and I don't always wear a mascara I used to be the kind of person who would never leave the house wearing mascara or like wearing makeup but I haven't been like that for a long time so it's kind of fun to just have like longer eyelashes the feel lovely and I like the way it looks so yeah that's called grande lash they have an eyebrow I'm guessing it's the same thing who knows but yeah they have an eyebrow serum too I haven't used that I I am using an etude house eyebrow serum for growth but I don't ever remember so it's like once a week in the back of my head, I'm like, this is probably just like castor oil in a really cute tube, which is supposed to help with hair growth, like in your eyebrows, but you just have to be really careful because you're putting castor oil by your eyes. But anyway, it's kind of been a fun little side thing I've been doing <laughs> during stressful times, so I would highly recommend it. And I will leave a link 
to Grande Lash Biotin, my Dyson Airwrap. I think that's what's called Dyson Airwrap. Um, <clears throat> and the Innisfree Serum in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Little Things. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you can hear about all the new episodes. And if you want to follow along a little more, hop on Instagram and follow me at Coastally Cummings. And you can also subscribe to my newsletter at coastally.substack.com.